Hello, you're listening to The Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and today I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who's protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael letter number 21, the Archangel is writing about the power of taking authority in Christ, both for angels as well as for humans. After the letter, we'll read through meditation questions to help better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click on the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. Also, as I mentioned recently, we have just finished the illustrations for my first book, Ari's Adventures. It's a chapter book series about a little redheaded girl who, through her empathetic powers, can talk to animals and heal people. It is for ages 7 to 10 years old, but I know full-grown adults who absolutely love this story. And I think it's my best work yet. And I, if you want to get it for free, sign up for my newsletter list. Within the next few weeks or a month, I'll be providing more information about those who want to read the entire story for free. Though this is only for a limited time, so be sure to sign up soon. Anyways, enough time with that. Let's read... Raphael Letter Number 21 Spiritual Authority Most Beloved Shariel, I'm glad that Sarah has committed her heart fully to the Lord and is ready to submit her will to Christ. It is thus time I explain more about a reality that you experience every day, but which you might not fully comprehend. This is concerning the authority that you have over Sarah and the authority that she has over herself and the evil spirits who might still haunt her. As you may be aware, she has made many agreements with evil spirits and to the degree to which she has given her heart into their power is the degree to which they have power over her. Thus, Sarah may commit a sin that kills her soul mortally, separating it from God, but that does not mean that a demon of lust will have power over her. Only when she gives herself completely to those evil behaviors and agree to their promise does the demon have power over her. For instance, you have written that a spirit of gluttony has taken hold in Sarah's life. You said that it began when she agreed long ago to the whisper of the spirit of gluttony that hissed, This food will make you happy. You will be happy when you are filled. You believe that. As soon as Sarah says yes to that, a contract is struck, and she is bound by it. Thus do the words of Solomon concerning man become true. Quote, your words have the power of life and death. Proverbs 18, 21. And her entire life is changed by it. Most, once they have made such an agreement, are fixed in that contract for most of their life. Of course, they do not have to remain in that agreement. These are times when I wish for some exception to the order of silence, and I expect you would as well. 
it would be so easy to appear and tell the human that they need only to renounce the contract in Jesus' holy name, and it would be broken, as assuredly as death has been broken by him. You may arrange a divine appointment for Sarah, though. I will speak to your superior and try to arrange it. Perhaps we may coordinate a moment when Sarah runs into an old friend of hers who speaks about renouncing lies. Does Mariana, her mother, own such a book? There are several, but the book Unbound has been particularly freeing for many of God's children. The book will indicate a simple formula in which Sarah can say, for instance, In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I need food to make me happy. In that moment, you will be free to aid her. Your flaming sword will burn. The demon shall shriek. And when it has fled to hell, the great darkness that weighed down on her will be lifted. And she will breathe deeply of the air, and the spirit will rush in to fill her. But she cannot stop there. She must replace the lie with a truth lest the spirit return and convince her again of the lie that she has renounced. She must speak the following. In the name of Jesus Christ, I accept the truth that only God can fill my heart. Then her heart will be strengthened for the day that the demon will return. This is all contingent upon creating that divine appointment until then, there is still much you can do in your authority over her, especially now that Sarah is beginning to pray daily again. Your authority over her depends upon the degree to which Sarah entrusts her life into the hands of Christ. If Sarah says to Christ, as many humans tend to do, Jesus, I need this, and this, and this, you will have very little authority to aid her. There is implied with this kind of request some authority, but the authority is limited to her wants. I encourage you, therefore, to illuminate her soul and encourage her to make a different kind of prayer, sounding similar to this which I have heard many a devout soul pray. Jesus I worship you, and I give you glory, and I thank you for everything that you have given to me. I trust that you know all my needs, and you care more about them than I do. You know about the difficulties at work, and the difficulties with my family. You know all the things that I long for. I know you have put those things on my heart for a reason, so please answer my prayers. I entrust everything to you. When she specifically says, I entrust everything to you, that is, when you will be empowered to and gain a greater authority over her because she has submitted herself more to Christ. 
This is also why every time she enters into prayer, you are strengthened. For as she entrusts herself to Christ, so will she entrust herself by extension to you. There is, of course, a more direct way to entrust herself to you and to your authority, though unfortunately it is rarely used. It is similar to Marian consecration, in which a faithful child of God baptized into Christ renews his baptism and gives himself completely to Jesus through Mary's powerful intercession. But in this new case, Sarah would give herself to the waiting assistance of all angels, and particularly to the assistance of you, dear Shario. Though this consecration is rarely known about, and very few members of the faithful have made such a gift to their guardian angel. I know the members of the spiritual movement Opus Angelorum Sanctorum have made such a gift. I will see whether we can coordinate an appointment with someone from that movement. I will write again more about creating a divine appointment for her. Perhaps it has already been set. Until next, I write, know of my prayers. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. Hope you enjoyed this letter titled, Spiritual Authority. In it, we learned about how to take spiritual authority over evil spirits, and how to give our guardian angel spiritual authority in our lives. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on around us, help us better internalize these letters and the unique themes. I have composed the following meditation questions, which you can find in the show notes or on my website. While well, I encourage you to write your, down your answers to these questions in a notebook to help you engage in them, I recognize not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. So if that is the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers. Perhaps saying them out loud if you are alone, repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create a greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week. To may do what St. Paul encouraged us to do. Pray without ceasing. Let's reflect on those questions. What is the spiritual reality that I'm now more aware of having read this letter? What is something I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something specifically I could thank them for? What is a struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or, what sins do I need to repent of? What 
What is the lie that I have believed which is negatively affecting my life? Do I believe something unreasonable that will make me happy? Or do I believe, for instance, that I am stupid, unattractive, or unlovable? Please repeat after me then and say the lie when I say it. We're going to start with the lie of what makes us happy more than God. So say now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that this thing, name it, will make me happy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I accept the truth that only God can make me happy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I am an idiot. In the name of Jesus Christ, I accept the truth that I have a brilliant and mind created by Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I am unattractive. In the name of Jesus Christ, I accept the truth that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Renounce the lie that I am unlovable. In the name of Jesus Christ, I accept the truth that I am known and desired by a God who loves me, and I am worthy of love because He loves me. Finally, I'd like to invite anyone to make the act of consecration to your guardian angel as constructed by the ministry Opus Angelorum Sanctorum. If you wish to be consecrated to your guardian angel, please read this consecration with me, which can be found on my website. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O holy angels of God, here, in the presence of the triune God, and in the love of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Redeemer, I, Gabriel, a poor sinner, want to make a covenant with you who are his servants so that in union with you I might work with humility and fortitude for the glory of God and the coming of his kingdom. Therefore I implore you to assist me, especially in the adoration of God and of the most holy sacrament of the altar, in the contemplation of the word and the salvific works of God, in 
the imitation of Christ and in the love of his cross in a spirit of expiation. In the faithful fulfillment of my mission within the church, serving humbly at the example of Mary, my heavenly mother, your queen. And you, my good guardian angel, who continually behold the face of our Father in heaven, God entrusted me to you from the very beginning of my life. I thank you with all my heart for your loving care. I commit myself to you and promise you my love and fidelity. I beg you, protect me against my own weakness and against the attacks of the wicked spirits. Enlighten my mind and my heart so that I may always know and accomplish the will of God and lead me to union with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you we may always be defended by their protection, and rejoice eternally in their company, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light to guard, to rule, to guide.